when we open the the, the Danny Smith Theatre um, and we have our big presentation, uh, we'll open right. it with with just some um, some black lighting. <coughs> everything everything goes black, and it just says "Welcome to the Danny Smith Theatre." And all we hear is just the last five minutes of the Beware of the Leopard call, and then it ends with "Yeah, I'd like some crackers." And then the lights come up, and then. Um, someone from the Danny Smith Corporation comes on stage and says, "You know how wonderful it is that uh, that we've all gathered here today to um, to celebrate the life's work of Danny Smith." <laughs> I like he's going to the theatre. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you die sooner, Danny, so I can come to your theatre opening? Oh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> we're all, we're all, yeah. Some of us are drinking our way to an early grave. I personally, I think I'm eating my way into an early grave. We're all making, uh, we're all making oh, efforts, mate. Wait so, until you're down here for a week. We're oh, gonna have so much fun. It's gonna be good. Uh, so, dear thread, dear thread listeners, and yeah, address an address to you. Yep. Our, our good friend Danny Smith is on the mic tonight because we've just come quite raw and emotionally off the back of a Beware of the Leopard recording. <laughs> so my my thinking, and, and it'd be interesting to to hear what you what you think about this. So I, I was toying with the idea of we, we just explained uh, on our Skype call to Danny what Thread is all about because I personally, and I take responsibility for this, have done a very bad job of explaining what Thread is on, for example, the Thread website. And so we had a conversation about what it actually is. And I think it was it, we put it reasonably well. And we were thinking about put, putting that on um, out on the feed now what i think we should do is we should put it out the week that we put out the episode where we discussed vegetarianism and i think we should uh lead into the fact that that is why we're all a little bit well that's possibly partly why we're a little bit emotional it's also the fact we've laughed ourselves raw like i got to that thing where i was laughing so hard that every tendon of my body um, all of the bits under the skin were pressing against the skin so far that they were in danger of coming out of my body because my whole body was tensing up, laughing towards the end because it just got to a point of ridiculousness. I, I did the podcast from uh, my kitchen and I had to do a wee in a water bottle. Oh, my God. Uh, because what? I needed the wee so much. You are a hero. You are a podcast hero. Did you oh, really do that? Yeah. Oh, good. So yeah, when you no. said you had to empty a bottle of piss, I thought you meant you just had to go and have a slash. No, no, no. There, yeah. is, a, wow. a, there is an actual water bottle full of, uh, I'm really proud, quite clear piss. Um, Do you not have a sink in your in your kitchen? Yeah. I can't reach the sink from where I'm podcasting from. Like, well, uh, not with your mighty meat dick. That would take, <laughs> that would take some Did you watch that cartoon back in the 90s? More... That was amazing. That would take some concentration and more pelvic floor muscles than I um, I'm ashamed that I don't have. Uh, but yeah, just uh, we've got plenty of war bottles. It's still warm. I'm still I'm wielding it right now, actually. Like just uh, while I'm talking about it. Well, I hope that when I come to see you, a little bit emptied. Well, while we're talking about um, yeah. <clears throat> to- toileting, um, I went to my bathroom this morning without my glasses on, oh. lifted the lid on the toilet, and I thought that's strange. Nobody's got up in the night and left a weird mess in the toilet. And, and you know, without beating around the bush, I'm basically talking, talking about m- m- my boys here, um, particularly my, my younger one. He, he tends to sit towards the front of the seat, so the poo ends up in a funny place. Mm. Oh, God, I feel, I feel bad that this is on tape right now. I have the same problem with my cats, and, so and they, squint- they've got new litter boxes, and they do the same thing. They scrunch well, just up. Listen, listen where I'm going with this. So I'm, I'm squinting, and I'm thinking, there's a, there's a brown thing. It's in a the ring. Near, it's a bit near the front of the bowl. 
And I'm like, it's a really weird shape. It's like, is that, is that a frog? So I got a piece of toilet roll and I dropped it and the piece of poo jumped across the bowl. And I was like, well, that's not poo then. That's a frog. I'll go and get my glasses. So I went and got my glasses. So like, yeah, there's clearly a baby frog in my toilet. What? I know. Right? Like it was actually a fucking frog. <laughs> An actual frog in my toilet. Who expected so that? Like, so I'm like, I'm going to have to deal with the situation. So I just went online. By now, everyone's already awake um, because the kids have been coming in for about two hours going, can I get up yet? No, go to bed. Um, <clears throat> and then eventually after the third or fourth time, you go, no, get an iPad. And then- <laughs> <laughs> do what the rest of us do. Um, so I, I put it all downstairs and I've got, because my, my beautiful, lovely, fluffy white cat has a habit of leaving poos on the lawn. I have a large collection of um, latex inspection gloves that I use for cleaning my lawn up. So I've got a couple of those and a piece of paper so I could deal with this frog situation. Um, I probably could have just picked up the frog, to be honest, but it was in the toilet. So I thought, well, I'll just keep my hands clean. Yeah. And I went up there. He's still there. Or, or she, uh, the frog. And um, got my paper, got, got my glove. And literally woke at the moment. Woke as fuck. Oh, work as fuck, you know, even yeah. frogs, mate. They, yeah. they, even please. Frogs, they. Keep they it gender neutral. Um, at the moment when I went to get, the, when I went to get the frog, it was just like, oh, oh, you're back, are you? And it just ducked down and went under my U-bend. <laughs> so then now, to make a call back to, to Borough of the Leopard and, and Ethical Dilemmas, as somebody who decided to make certain aspects of animal welfare part of your your matrix of decisions in life mm. right where does flushing a frog down a toilet sit where, yeah where does it sit on that scale well so i'm stood there and i'm thinking right so i don't i i've made a choice not not to eat meat and the main part of that more than the environment is is the ethical thing about raising something to kill it so i can eat it hello safe you're right um <laughs> Not you, Kat. so not yeah. Kat. We're not we are not raising. Nobody's raising Sophie so that she can be eaten. That's but I've not. I've not got rid of any of any of my 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 leather products. I don't own that many leather products. But like, so there's those things around. I know because I grew up next to a dairy farm. I know what having milk means in terms of the food supply chain. Mm-hmm. So I'm aware there's a huge amount of being a hypocrite involved in me using milk because I know that that making milk raises meat calves. Um, so I've kind of, them, John. I've, I've had to square that off somehow. And I'm still thinking, them. well, you think if you can catch them, they will have the silence. What? The if lambs. there was anyone I would imagine who could be Hannibal Lecter, it would be Danny Smith. Would be Danny Smith. So I'm thinking like, so something that can breathe underwater, does that go in a sewer? Is that okay? Well, surely yeah. isn't that how it got there in the first place? Or am I being thick? Well, there's, there's two ways. Excuse me a second. Because I'm almost certainly being thick. Because that's usually the, the no, the, no, no. I don't like. I wouldn't even give it a yeah. yeah. One is that Occam's razor suggests gained gained ingress mm. into my downpipe, <laughs> and then just swarm swarm it. <laughs> yes. Are you making sexual jokes about my my downpipe, dude? Would we? I mean, come on. Mark did it first, and I laughed at Mark. So I'm I'm not the you, mature. You filthy one. snitch. So you absolute rotter. I spent lots of time waiting for it to come back from under the U-bend so I could catch it, and it didn't. And eventually another member of my household flushed the toilet, and then it was taken out of my hands. And that was the end of that that, that particular... So, 
yeah it, it, there's there's a there's a i don't know there's a thing that i'm too drunk to to figure out the allegory there but there is a there's an allegory there that that you you turned a blind eye and then whatever happened happened to the frog and it was it was then out of your hands and the turtle won because it had the slow and steady <laughs> it did it did and what you do is you take the chicken mm-hmm. with across. the bag of grain yeah with the bag of grain and then you come back for the frog. oh no you don't no yeah you can't take the chicken in the bag what, of grain by the way yeah why would the farmer want to save a fox? Yeah, good point. See the fox there. What does he need? What, the, what, what's the fox say? What does he need it for? Involved in this whole situation, there's there's a farmer and he's got a bag of grain and chicken, and he's like, yeah. oh, I might as well bring the fox mm. because they're the farmer's friend. It's a very if socially liberal thought experiment, isn't it? Because if you were like, if you were like a, a like a big C conservative, you'd just take yourself across. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Take yourself across. There'll be other grain and other chickens. Also, it sounds like that if you were to leave the chicken with the fox and take the grain over and come back, the fox would stick around and give you notes about how tasty the chicken was. <laughs> give you tasting <laughs> notes. Listen, like, this would yeah, pair beautifully I mean, with a fine Shiraz. I mean, if you gave them more exercise, I mean, I feel the legs would be a lot more tender. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, John, um, follow-up on last week. Oh, we've got a follow-up. Well, I don't know, have we? Well, you sent me some homework, and I, I've executed on it, but I've not had a response yet. So you wanted me to find a sponsor for this show. <laughs> and I I was a good boy, and I went, yeah. and I, I sought a similar deal to what we have with the sponsor. Well, it's not technically a sponsor, but it, we, we call it a sponsor for uh, Beware of the Leopard, which is basically an affiliate scheme. And I sought a similar one because I actually thought it would be, it's a product that I use and I can advocate for, and it's a UK-based product, and I thought it would actually be a good fit. And I'm a little bit surprised that I've not heard back from them. And if they're listening to this episode, then, hey, the door's still open. Um, but I contacted them, and I, I said, uh, we'd like we'd please... Please, can we make, make, can we please have uh, an affiliate link, an affiliate link um, for your fine product? Because it, it would not be uh, disingenuous to uh, offer a promotional code for that product on our show. Um, so I did that a day or so after you sent me the homework. Um, Good. We are now recording much earlier than we normally would because I'm because about to the go holiday. on holiday and I'm not going to sleep between now and when I get on the train because I've still got. Um, bits of an audiobook to edit master and upload uh before i can actually go to bed and then i've still got to do things like oh pack um so uh i yeah because we went we went long on today's record and it got emotional and it got very very funny and very interesting and uh genuinely uh very interesting so i'm looking forward to that but i'm also aware of what happens when you basically say well we've got until like half eight until the rest of time this is what happens when you record a program, whereas usually we do it in, on a weeknight and I'm conscious of the fact that for everyone else in my, f- uh, in my building who's either retired or has a real job, me shouting, mm-hmm. laughing and playing the goat is probably not conducive to a good environment. And so I tend to run a tighter ship on a weeknight and I let it all go this week. Hang on, two things. Two, two things. Uh, yes, you, you there. Playing the goat, is that a thing? It is. Oh, thank you, Danny. I wanted to say that, but thank you. Go on. So, playing the goat, yeah. Is that a fucking thing? Is that a thing that I've never... Is that an axiom, Mark? Yeah. I I wonder if it's an Irish thing. 
Ah, now you're playing the goat. Playing the goat. Uh, so this is McGinty's goat now. You're, you're, ah, you're no. wired to the moon. Wired to the moon, you are. That's Our another favourite of mine, wired to the moon. Us. But yeah. Um, and yeah. the other thing is, yes. am, I not, am I on another podcast now? You are, mate, yes. Yeah. Have I ended up on another podcast by accident? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Hello. Are you only just realising that now? I don't know. I, just, I, I, yeah. just, I, I had to piss in a bottle and I drank some more beers and then I'm on my podcast. You're in, you're in Threadtown. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a reason why Danny Danny's here. It's not just because he happened to be here. It's because um, I hate Jews. <laughs> <laughs> just hate them. You know the Jews. Jazz break. <laughs> Did anybody tell Danny that we go out unedited normally? Because oh yeah, that, Danny, that was a mistake. Danny, we typically don't edit, so oh. what's in the show is in the show. Oh, okay. But um, we, we also, I'll... we also, uh, I, I should say, we do credit our listener with a degree of intelligence. Okay, <laughs> when I'm someone says by... something, they might be saying a joke. I'm standing by that. <laughs> You've also, like, I'm pretty sure you pretty much said those types of things on a community radio station that was going out to all sorts of people in the fine city of Birmingham uh, now nine years ago. So I've got, I've got a phrase that I kick around in my, in my head sometimes. Is it playing the game? Um, and I, I, w- I want to deploy it right now. Okay. And I don't know if it's Is a it phrase that anyone else... Mark? No, no, no. I don't know if it's a phrase that other people have used or not, but... Um, well, I appreciate your phrase. I'm going to tell you what it is. And, um, <laughs> 10 out of 10, Danny. 10 out of 10. Hopefully it's my... I didn't hear it. I was talking That's to That's fine. We'll cause... move on. You'll hear it in the podcast, maybe. Oh, good, good, good. Um, so, um, Danny employed an example of what I like to refer to in my headcanon as the harsh left. <laughs> okay. And this is this is something which I think podcasts like Dubai are quite good at. Chapo Trap House are very, very, very good at. Ooh. Which is... Um, being unabashedly um, socially liberal, not not market liberal, um, and and quite left leaning in your politics, but being able to joke about identity and feeling like that's okay, because a lot of what most of the people in the left get up to is to get very very highly strung about about identity and about political correctness. And um, there is there is a strand of left humour that is harsh. That is... Oh, yeah. That, is, that, that will make the jokes that Danny will make. Um, and, I, yeah, I don't know if anyone's put a word on that, but my word for it is harsh left. And I don't know if I've got that from someone else or I made it up. I like it. Yeah. Because people will want to call you the alt-left. Oh, oh. Antifa. Yeah, no, Very fine people on both sides want to call you the alt left. Some people, some both people sides. are calling you the alt left, <clears throat> but I don't think that's right because what they want to do is they want to make an equation to to the the alt right, and you, you don't want to be equated to those. You want to be your own thing. Indeed. You want to own something else. So, yeah. um, so questions, points of I order. Think, is I that a phrase, or have no, I made I, it up? I and do we need to a phrase be for it? A recognition of the idea that you can still hold certain taboos but think breaking them is funny yes and i mean you're not going to find a more left-leaning comedian than frankie boyle but you're not going to find a more harsher 
more uh, divisive comedian than Frankie Boyle, he will say the worst thing possible. But if you actually look at his politics, he's, he's incredibly left-leaning and incredibly formed in his left-leaning opinions. George Carlin, Bill Hicks, very much the same in their day. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, both those examples actually are like Dalian the brand, the middle ground, but really lean left but yeah yeah uh, uh, that there is an idea that like jokes are jokes and it's the idea that somebody that makes jokes is that a comedian and a comedian is their art and i'm not saying like making bad jokes uh, is necessarily art but if we're going to get into the, this quagmire it's the idea that Art shouldn't necessarily be censored. It should just be labelled good art or bad art, and the people that do that should be coming at it in quite a clear mind. What are your thoughts then on uh, God? I, I really went into interview mode. Then Jesus, um, no, um, that was really funny. What's your so? Um, when when you started on that, I was thinking about the uh, the woman who. Um, texted or tweeted that she was going to go to africa and hope she didn't get aids uh lol she won't get AIDS. she's white uh and then got on a plane for eight hours and came back to you know her life falling apart she wasn't given license to make that joke because she was not a quote-unquote comedian so none of us are quote-unquote comedians we're not even block quote comedians we're not you know we are just people um where do you think the line gets drawn? Do you think it gets drawn at all um, in terms of what is deemed art? Is it just speech? Is speech art? Is a podcast, you know, because a podcast is a finite thing. It's not a conversation. It is a fixed uh, block of um, time in which some things are said and it is frozen in time. Um, it's not a transient conversation. So can that is that a piece of work that can then be judged uh, on the same criteria that you would judge a piece about Danny you're a guest the, in my house you go first it's one of those things it, it, it's um, uh, if you say something like that you should expect people to run to the edges of opinion uh, about it so she should have expected that particular reaction or she shouldn't be so surprised when that particular statement gets that reaction but also by the same amount the people perceiving it should go give her some slack because you just be like, well, okay, it's a joke. It's a bad joke, but I don't necessarily believe everybody that makes a bad joke means that the bad joke defines what they believe in or defines the person that they are. It's a really weird, unfortunate thing that whatever we do can get broadcast to uh, 100,000 people by accident because everything that we say has a certain context. Like everything I say now is in the kitchen of a basement flat in Brighton to two friends that I have, but it will get broadcast on the internet. And there may be some repercussions of that because like it gets amplified because one person gets offended and puts it on a certain website and it explodes on a certain direction. But I'm only ever speaking in the context that I'm speaking to two friends that I have over the internet. And um, there's no way that you can ever, ever, ever plan the context that other people are taking it in. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, maybe we should try and take that. But also, 
if we ever try and conceive the context of 100,000 people, our brains would explode and we'd never be able to articulate any thoughts ever. So, so I'm just, um, I'm, yeah. I've just heard the way Mark's presented it. I'm, I think, it, unless, there's, unless there's another story that's similar to the one I'm thinking of that's, um, with, the, with the tweet was slightly different, I think you've made her tweet funnier. <laughs> okay. Um, in, in, in the sense of you, 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 you've, you've injected it with a certain amount of comic sensibility where I could hear a satirical intent where you, where you were, um, so you, so you said something like, um, oh yeah, but that's not gonna happen because I'm white. So there's obviously some, there's an inversion joke at the end. Yeah. And that um, is, that was part of the tweet. And so not to, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so not yeah. to. Not to blow my own uh, my own ding dong, but maybe that is in the performative element when you hear something read out loud. And you know, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't. I mean, I, I I took it from memory, so I paraphrased. But I I didn't do what a journalist might do, or what someone like John Ronson would do when he records the audiobook of of um, how Ronson. not to be shamed. Or I decided to go to Africa <laughs> and hope I didn't get AIDS. Yeah, that's Plus, that's kind of I'm like, white. Yeah. That's it. So and why so, is my John Ronson impression exactly the same as my time shifted from another podcast impression? Brian, Brian Cox, because they <laughs> are, Cox. sound like the same person. Um, you're not wrong to do that. Um, I but yeah, so, to go up a mountain and try not to get AIDS. I wanted to try and touch space. Um, he, <laughs> universe but, is a lot like AIDS. I was worried that I might go mad and then there would be a bunch of people who were trying to make me go mad and prove that the world was run by the Build-A-Bear Corporation. <laughs> Which is strange because they've never even been to a Builder Bear workshop. You've um, got the heart inside the bear, but what if the bear's a racist bear? <laughs> that is the exact attitude during, uh, like, the whole book of them is like him acting as if he's never heard any Jewish conspiracy whatsoever at all. Mm. Mm. Have really, you ever read? Have you yeah, read them? I've read them. I've read uh, the uh, so you've been publicly shamed, which is the thing that I was thinking about, um, and I mean, uh, psychopath them, test and uh, them is wonderful, and he did a lot of fucking incredible, amazing things to do it. Mm-hmm. But he's writing from the perception of there's never ever been a conspiracy that I've ever heard of that involves Jews before, so I'm so surprised that yeah, I'm he, involved he... in that. It's like. He manufactures no. credulity in in a, in a yeah. or incredulity in a in a strange way that that then stretches your own sense of credulity. His, you... his persona stops me from engaging with his stuff. Mm-hmm. You see, which I've is been... probably a criticism most people have of me. Well, but... you see, well, you see I, I was I was a John Ronson. I was like <clears throat> a, a big John Ronson fan, and I enjoyed. You know, I started with the Men Who Stare at Goats, and then went sort of backwards and then forwards. I've loved and... every book he's ever written. Like he's he's a very good writer. Like yeah. He is. But I think I also do understand that he might be hashtag problematic. Um, yeah, he's he's more manufactured than than he would present. But then he sort of presents himself as being very unmanufactured. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to expect everyone's a little bit manufactured when it comes to presentations. So I think, I mean, whether or not you've drank a three quarters of a bottle of gin <laughs> and pissed in a bottle yeah um john have you cleaned out your things yet i think productivity chat does get a bit boring after a while um especially I when very, you've had a few very I will, I will do a quick 30 seconds on where i am mm-hmm. because i need to be held accountable because that yes. is daniel smith this is the point of the program um my, my things 
isn't fully organized yet although i did show somebody how organized it was the other day and they seemed impressed so that's good good um I still if need everything's to clear... not in your inbox you're probably fine yeah i still need to clear some chaff out there's still some projects i could close down but i do need to nail what i'm doing with notes because i'm finding myself looking for things in one place and not being able to find them and then trying to find them in the, in the other place yep. and i think that ios baked in notes has got to a point where it's okay mm-hmm. what i need to do yep i was doing other things before because i didn't think that um the ios um that the uh icloud or whatever they call it these days yeah was really capable of doing what i wanted to do in terms of making sure things are where i wanted them to be mobile me but, i think it's called but when I, my phone, my iPad, my, my laptop seem to be in sync constantly, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the features that are baked in and the search and everything seems to be working the way I want it to. So I might just move into there and I'll report back on that next time. Nice. And that's what I want to say about productivity for today because it is dull as fuck. Can I tell you my Jacob Reese mog story for another week? No, tell us. Um, this is, uh, this is something for my, uh, my, half written half produced podcast that i'm going to be doing with a number of people and hopefully you guys might be involved in it um about uh no it's just just about situations where you want to be a good member of the left and you don't know what to do um i went to the cricket at lords and uh i was rather drunk and at the end of the day, the day ended early because um, the, the game was over very, very quick. I don't want to get into the story of the game. But essentially, it's five o'clock. I'm very drunk. I've been drinking since the morning. I step outside. I'm um, in St. John's Wood, outside of Lords, And across the road, I see Jacob Rees Mogg. Dash. Really? What did you do? Well... So this is this is the thing. Do I Antifa his ass? No, I don't, because I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> right? But you punch him in the head. Like I think that's allowed. Okay, so so right. So what is so what is what is the correct thing to do as uh, as as somebody who wants to be a good member of the left? What do you do? I I, I got as far as crossing the road because I was so furious that he was there, and I was within feet of the man. And then I just, I just like, I don't know what to do at this particular point. So me and my partner in crime just basically walked behind him doing a commentary on everything that he'd been doing for the past few weeks <laughs> at okay. the top of our voices. Did you record it? No, we didn't record it. We should have done. But we, 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 were, we were talking about um, his position on, on, on being a parent, for starters, because we, we're both dads. And then we were talking about his politics around abortion. And then we were talking about his general, you know, the celebrity stuff that you guys have been alluding to. And he turned around at one point and he looked at me in such a way as to say, I know that you're a threat and you don't know what you're going to do about how threatening you are to me right now. And I don't know what to do about that. And I had a human connection with him where I thought, I don't know what I want to do about that as well, because I'm drunk and I'm very angry, but I'm at heart a pacifist and not a first aggressor thrower of a punch. I didn't, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. My, my friend acquitted himself better than me because he carried on with our commentary and I kind of went into myself a bit. Mm. The interesting aside here is that he attracted um, a fan 
as we were walking down the road. Okay. Who was who had less or more, depending on your perspective, chins than him, like a many chin chinless wonder, essentially. Similarly be blazered. And I think they're emblazered. Walking, um, could be emblazoned. Um <laughs> We so got onto the Grove, so. um, and they're walking towards Marylebone Station, and we're kind of falling off by this point because because I'm I'm falling apart. I don't know what to do anymore. My mates run out of things to shout, <laughs> and uh, we saw Reese Mogg sort of say to this guy, "Oh yeah, you know, you know, kind of like thank you for your service, oh, shake your hand," and he peeled off and went left into. Oh, that's all wrong. This section, well, not 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 left politically, yeah. but went left off the road into into a side road. And I said to Nick, "Oh, well, I don't know why I was trying to not mention Nick's name. Nick's my co-presenter on uh, Runapod." Um, I said, "Like, he's not going down that road." And we'd reached a point where I wanted to stop anyway because my granddad used to live on this road, and I wanted to look into his old garden mm. that's an aside <laughs> <laughs> quick aside my granddad um had the uh for many many years got an award from westminster council for having the best garden best oh. small garden <laughs> in the in in the area that's and he lived on regent's canal and i there's there's a plant you can stand on you can look over the hedge and see how shit my granddad's garden is now oh the people who live there aren't looking after it the decay. so i wanted to stop there so I'm standing on this planter and I'm looking over my granddad's wall, but I can also see Jacob Reese Mogg walking down this road. And I'm going like, he's not. He's escaping. He's he's just run away from a super fan. Yeah. He would look me in the eye mm. after hearing us shouting things at him down a road, mm. go, you're threatening me, but he'd carry on walking. But a super Tory fan, <laughs> he made his excuses and he walked down this road. I saw him walk. 50 yards down a road that was a dead end and turn around, come back, stop at the end of the road, look down the street to see that the person who was talking to him, who loved him, had got far enough away and then stopped walking towards his train. That man is an absolute asshole. I think, I think I wouldn't need jerk start shouting stuff at him, but if in that intimate situation where you could actually say things that he would react to, I think I'd want to find out if he actually believed the shit that he said. That's yeah. I think I think I'd be like, do you actually believe that the fact that there's loads of food banks is a good thing? I really want to find out. Like, is is that what you actually believe? If that is something that he could go, yes, I am very deeply proud that my party caused the greatest proliferation of food banks that we've seen so far in in our society if he could go yes i'm very proud of that then i could go you're a pearl-handed cunt and i hope you die in a fire i think that i think I, i think i'd have to get my own reaction from his opinions first but then after that then i'd be completely happy abusing that guy Sorry, I just said out because my cat's actually just bit my hand. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dear. Which she's, she's done about well, twice. Well, she's deaf, so, you know. No, um, but in 12 years, she's bit my hand, like, literally twice, and she's decided to do it now. Literally the hand that feeds. Just then. Well, oh. yeah, he's the hand that has fed. Um, maybe that's why she's biting, because it hasn't fed recently. No, um, 
yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, Danny. Like, it's it's a really, really weird situation. Um, he hadn't done the food bank thing by then. He he'd been in the in the news for being really really into abortions. Yeah. Oh, oh. So this was very recent. He did the food bank thing after that. Yeah. I'm not intellectually equipped to have these arguments. I, you know, I, I, this is always the problem I get into, and this is why, you know, I, I, I'm emotionally left, but I'm not intellectually, and and I, so I, I tend to, I sort of support the people like you who do those kinds of things. Uh, but I'm absolutely not equipped to be able to carry those kinds of things out because I believe the the you know what I believe that I know what is right and, and good in my heart, and I believe that you know left of center politics is the right thing to do, not because it's the left or whatever, but because a society that's based on a social safety net has to be for the betterment of humanity. But yeah. that's about as intellectual as i can go because i don't have the facts i don't have the numbers and usually when it comes down to those arguments that's what people want to argue and they also want to argue on fear and when someone argues on fear it's very hard to be able to walk that back and so i you know i i i've started to shy away from those discussions or like you're having here i go i tend to go quieter and i would not have been able to you know if i'd have seen him i would have done nothing because i'm intellectually impotent um, okay so you you are you are like me in this in in in, in a way that you, you you seem to be projecting yourself as being apart from what me and dan are saying but so the idea for this project that i've got which i i am i am going to do i just need to i need to work out the right format i need to get the right people on mics at the right time um a pod the podcast is called we've the, the people who are, have already cleared to go on it We've all agreed on this name. It's called Do the Left Thing. Ah, nice. And the conceit of it is, is that like, I, I want to be a better person, but sometimes life throws up challenges to me and I don't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. So to say to my friends who are, who are better at being left than me, what should I do? Uh, it's a handbook for how to deal with yeah. those kind of situations. So, I, I think that's I, a I, great... Actually, ge- genuinely, I think like... Being presented with a right-wing demagogue mm-hmm. and being drunk and leery and full of piss and vinegar, basically. Yep. Like that adequately describes I, me. Should I punch? Should I punch the man? Should I walk? Or should I not? Should I cross the road and shout at him? Yep. Should I cross the road and attack him? Should I just go into a bubble and go to the pub and and be bitter? Yeah. Um. That's a that that's that's a it's a very raw discussion to have. It's a very genuine conversation because those are all the emotions that go through your your mind when you do those things. Yeah, if I um, had depth perception, I would happily punch a Nazi, um, but I just wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to debate him on policy. <laughs> Danny would punch a Nazi, but he's dyslexic. <laughs> I'd punch a Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make too much noise because it's Danny. Really you missed late, my linguistic joke. Amazing. No, he made. Did, didn't he make your lin- linguistic joke? I don't. I don't know. He said he would punch a zanny. <laughs> you missed it. That he, was. I yeah. said he would punch a Nazi, not punch a Nazi. Oh, we see. No, we both missed that. You said punch a Nazi. Oh. So you both made the same joke, but we but Skype knackered the uh, Skype knackered oh, the delivery. Oh, oh Skype! Why oh, do you have to be the way you, you are, guys? Uh, nearly going four hours now. 
yeah, it's, it's a different show. No, no, it's a different uh, show. But my my call recorder has been going for nearly four hours. What um, I would say is that normally thread consists of me getting in a room and saying, "Mark, I need to be off mic in fifty minutes." This seems to be an endless, <laughs> endless <laughs> sprawling chat. This so is what happens. But as much I- as Danny has forced us to come to terms with what we are, mm. he's also forced us to break our formula. Yes, uh, that that yeah, I'm absolutely. Sorry that. That's Danny. I, I, That's friendship I didn't with Danny. Even mean to be on your podcast. I just I'm not even supposed to be here today. But I like as, as as I think there is there are problems with the title of the show just because there is a successful podcast called Do the Right Thing, and um, that will no do the left thing. Do the left thing. This do is the called, left thing no, is brilliant. No, sure. No, no. Like if <laughs> if there wasn't a successful panel show called Do the Right Thing, but this uh, one's called because, Do the Left Thing. It is, and absolutely, you're right. Um, it's, it's five minute abs, mate. It's five minute it's abs. It's five minute abs. No, and and that's the thing. It's like I I love, and I cannot wait for that show because I feel like that will be the um the grist to my mill. It will be the 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 sauce on my steak. You put the spring in Springfield. It will be the thing that I think will hope. Uh, I, I hope to I feel like that would be a show that can can equip me so that I can make less emotional and more intellectual arguments about things and finally fight my dad um, and I <laughs> so I can't wait for that um, I just think you're going to get some shitty Twitter people who think because they're going to assume that in the same way that I heard from Helen Zaltzman that um, when she, uh, a couple of years after launching Answer Me This, someone wrote to her and said, I've got a podcast now that I've started called Answer Me That. Um, And it's basically the same show, but I do it with my friends. And that would be the assumption that people will make. And I think that's a shame because I think that's such a great title and it's, it's such a wonderful premise and I cannot wait to hear it. Well, so yeah, I've, I've got homework now, which is to go to podiums. Dot. Meow. Meow. Stedman, finish my finish my domain. Podiums.co, and set up uh, do the left thing, yeah. and maybe even get some tapes together. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm still. Uh, so I, I had an idea that I was going to get multiple people on mic, and getting the people on mic that I need at the same time. Mm. It's becoming problematic. So what okay. I'm going to do probably is have a series of questions and do Skype interviews with the people and then cut them into into episodes. Yes. I think I might do it that way. I think that's a, that's a good idea. I've, I've toyed with that as, a, as an option before, actually. I think that's a, a very, a very uh, sensible way of doing it. It's a way to stop you from going four hours long. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think that's great. Um, if, if you've got two grand lines so my, there, so my homework is then to get something on tape and to get the website set up, yeah, on podium. Dot, wow. Dot co. co. Yeah. If I, if, I, if I can find, I think it's two grand, then I can get the dot com, but I'm, I'm hanging on for a bit. I, th- I, think, a, yeah. I think a decent mission statement, a decent, um, a decent 500 words about what that podcast is. 500 is words? Re- this is the internet, mate. 500 words. At least 280 characters. Yeah. That's all we need in this day and age. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a novel writer. You're a writer. So I understand. I, I, I like to luxuriate in the words. Absolutely. Uh, but a, a, a decent, pithy mm-hmm. 500 words <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about what that podcast is and really succinctly um, put it in, like, you know, at least the 500 words. Then... Um, that I think that be should good. be your homework, 
Yeah, that would be good homework. I, I, I don't think I don't think you should add add the pressure of getting taped together for a week's time. I think um, a good reachable goal. I mean, it's what ten days by the time we record, but a good reachable goal. I think is to maybe you know get this site set up and maybe do some artwork or whatever. But but write that mission statement um, because okay. I think that will help you frame the show. Um, you know, Love I mean, you guys, thank you. Th- this uh, sorry, this show. But, I mean, um, ten days. That's that's fifty words a day. There, there you go. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Um, like beware of the leopard. I uh, I was excited from the beginning because when the premise popped into my head, it came in fully formed. I knew exactly what it was going to be, and so it was very easy to explain. We take the Douglas Adams universe Hitchhiker's Guide and we put it back together again in alphabetical order. Like that's it, and you sort of don't need to know too much more than that. But can uh, I just say I've really struggled with the rare of the leopard? Okay, because when I've always read the word leopard, I've always read it as leopard. Oh yeah. That's that's understandable. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? Exactly. So whenever anybody says it any other way, I'm like, that that's not be, that word. That can't be right. That's a different word. Leopard, right? Yeah. That's how you say that. Because those well, are the words that are on the page. Of the leopard. Even Welcome though I'm so totally leopard. wrong on it, like every time it's said, I'm kind of like, really? Oh God, I, we, I think we all have like. There's still words that trip me up every time, and I swear that every time I type it, the the formation of the word changes each time. Like dispute and no, despite uh, every time, I'm sure I type it the right way, and then it switches, and it's now suddenly it's like a Mandela effect. Like I'll type despite with an e, and then I'll do it with an i, and then I'm sure the next time I do it, it's like I do it with an i, and then it gives me a either a squiggly underline or tries to correct it to dispute. Um, and there's there's a few words like that that like I've got a complete mental block on and and I will never be able to type them correctly. I'm pretty sure there's no right way of typing the word weird. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Because it looks it looks odd any which way you fucking do. Yeah, because it's wrong. Because it it doesn't it um doesn't it counter to the i before e. Yeah, it's one of the words that's counter to the I before AC. Except to remember how to spell so it, it you have to go I before A except for C, but that's not that. But so then it's right. So it's not to bring this full circle. Brian, well, Regan... look, I've got to um, I've got to wrap some presents for my son's oh, birthday yeah. and Sorry, get to bed because I'm I'm home alone currently. Yes. Um, I've got to go and um, finish. Oh, that my sounds job. that sounds that sounds bad on my other half. My other half's doing her her sister's hen do. She's here in the morning, but I've got to yep. wrap the presents before she gets here. Anyway, uh, as you were. Um, I'm sorry. sorry. No, yes. So uh, your homework Daniel is Daniel Smith. Daniel. Oh, yes. What? Are you there, Danny? Yep. Are you there, Danny? Well, you're... Some homework for you. Okay. Your homework is to make sure that my, Mark Stedman has a lovely time Aww. in Brighton Aww. and relaxes the fuck out. Aww. I'm on that. I'm on that. I worry when people tell me to relax. I'm all over that. That's, oh, my, oh my God. That might be the most ironic thing I've ever said. Oh, I get stressed out when people tell me to relax. I've got some poppers. Take him I've to see the fishes at the, at yeah, the Sea no, Life Centre. Yeah. And, uh, and take him to the pub. I start the next chapter of my life uh, when I come back on holiday, and that's not particularly um, uh, hyperbole. Um, that is, that's not a lot of hyperbole there. Uh, I kind of genuinely like certainly my career. I start the next phase of that when I come back. Um, and well, it's, it's a it's big life chat. change. Um, so have you got homework for so, me, John? 
Yeah, well, well, Dan, Danny's homework, as I say, is to get you to uh, straighten up and fly Shut right. Shut the fuck out, yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, so did you get me an advert? Sorry, you told me about it earlier. I, oh, I, apl- I, I, I applied. I've written, I've, I've, I've asked them for it, but I've had, answer came there, none. I was quite surprised. I thought, yeah, I did it on the, when it, I think we recorded on the Monday. I think I did it on the, I did it on the next day anyway. And, um, it's now Saturday and I've heard nothing back. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, we'll, we'll do my radio voice conversation again another time. Cause we yeah. didn't really get to that. We drifted off. <laughs> what? Um, because, because of the Danny, I think, I think your homework is to come back with some pictures of you being relaxed. Oh, okay. That's Thank all you. I want. Thank I'll you. take some pictures. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. All I right. think, I think there should be a rule that they shouldn't be selfies. I think I think it doesn't count if it's a selfie. I think oh, it has I'm going to take some else. so nice pictures of him. Mm. Oh, I actually know, Mark. I know what your I know what your I know what your homework is. Oh God! I want you to come back and uh, with a review of the the crackers and cheese in uh, Danny and Caroline's flat. <laughs> is that a euphemism for something? Are you inviting me to a sex thing? Why did you Why did you have to do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> it's not about kiss. Just... <laughs> what did you do there? In 1991, no one died. Okay, so for, for the purposes of of the tape, although yeah. we, uh, Dan, 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 I've already covered this on the on the pre-show. Um, <laughs> the last time Danny and I did a, where the leopard record with you, Danny didn't hang up. Yes, and oh no, I, the, that that bit's going in. That bit's already in. That's the, that's the beginning of this show. Oh. Yeah, so I, I got to I got to hear him and Caroline having a tender moment talking about crackers oh, and cheese. Oh no, the crackers make sense. I wasn't I wasn't aware of the the, the cheese, but yes, but the crackers make sense. I should have some. I should I should ask Caroline very nicely. Oh no, no, Caroline. What we need to do, uh, and maybe Danny can help me as part of my homework, is we need to socially engineer Caroline to un um, unbidden offer me crackers. So Are you I can't asking ask Danny for to gaslight his partner? Yeah, I just if that's what clear. gaslighting means, then that's what I'm asking her to do. I think <laughs> we, we still should... with me six years later. I'm a master at this. Like, yeah. there's no other way that she'd ever You're agree to this whole situation. Puppet master. So I think <laughs> I think we should puppet master Caroline into offering me crackers without us mentioning uh, that that this conversation happened or that we heard Caroline offer Danny crackers. I think we should find a way for that to happen. So as long as you, you are, relax during so, this conversation. So Mark <laughs> is successful if we can engineer a situation where Caroline goes, do you want some crackers, Mark? Yeah. I could do that. All right. I mean, like, the, the best way to do it would be to give him a big piece of steel and not a plate. <laughs> and some port. And him just sit there going, oh, I've got nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where, where to balance this uh, this piece of cheese. <laughs> Sure. Can I go to bed? Yeah, mate. You go to bed. I'm sorry, we've kept you up. Only um, you know that. Only you. <laughs> the power is within you to go to bed, mate. I love you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>